Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, folks? Welcome back. Happy Friday the 13th. It's the original one for Mr. Anthony Armstrong. I'm in the building. Got Brian Murphy on the other side, way over there at ATL, and he's already in the city. He's so excited for the commanders traveling down to Atlanta. He's already there. He's, yep. he's, he's already there ahead of the game. Brian, yep. how are you doing, my man? I'm good. Um, being in Atlanta, it's a sad day that the Braves have been eliminated once again to the Phillies. So that, that I'll say it, it sucks. Pardon my language. But I am here, which means I'm going to be in the same city as the Washington Commanders, and I will be in Mercedes-Benz on Sunday. I'm very excited to see this team in action and uh, hopefully can bring some good luck. I'm actually bringing my kids. It'll okay. be their first game, so I think that'll be fun. Maybe there'll be some good luck charms, but uh, right. looking forward to Sunday. All right, and congratulations are in order. Who? Yeah. Uh, this guy had Joe Jonas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Given given baby announcements and everything. Congratulations yeah. to Brian Thank Murphy you. and Thank Mama you. Murphy. Yeah, uh, my wife is a diehard Jonas fan from day one. Back when we were in high school, Joe Jonas is like top level on her celebrity crush list and yeah wow. somehow she held up a sign at the concert and he uh he announced it for us and wow you didn't uh, even have to well i guess she paid for it but she yeah had- oh they paid for it don't get me wrong <laughs> but it was a it was a nice outcome i'll take it but thank you That's yes we're so up. excited we're going that to be a, a a five pack uh catching up to you but then you're about to be a six pack so uh yeah man new babies yeah, man. all around on believing yeah, commander's man. family yeah, shout out to Six Pack from Degeneration X. Uh, way back in the day, those WWF days before they made the switch. Oh man, it's nostalgic. But hey, you know what? They don't have. They may not have WWF on Bet Online, but they got UFC and they got a lot of other things. They got baseball, football, hockey, and all of that. It's your number one spot for your sports betting needs. Is BetOnline.ag. You slide on over there. We have a code that you can. The code is believe B L E A V, and you new users are gonna have go ahead and get yourself a fifty percent welcome bonus if you go right. there. So um, it's it's a fun place to go. You get to put together some parlays, and you know uh, the AAA parlay hadn't played in a while, but you know it, it's it's out there. You you can do a lot of things over there on Bet Online. They got casino games, they got live betting, they have free contests as well. So if you are uh, interested, or maybe you've been perusing but you haven't jumped in, use our code over there at Bet Online. Uh, it's where the game starts. And right. this game, this yeah, game starts down in the A. In in the A and Brian Murphy will be in attendance. He's uh, I think he's getting honored at halftime. Or right. something along the lines. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell, Dad! That's yeah, what they're that's gonna right. give him. Give him a little love, um, man. How how are you? How are you? How excited are you to be able to go check out the check out the Commanders in person? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, I went to the game the last time these two teams met in Atlanta, and it was a thrilling come from behind victory. Taylor Heineke hits J.D. McKissick, who goes flipping into the end zone uh for for a victory that was back when matt ryan was the quarterback of the falcons so that was back in the day aka two years ago but i'm very <laughs> excited to be back in mercedes-benz an incredible place to see a game incredible space place to see any type of event 
especially Atlanta United soccer games. But yeah, I'm excited yeah. to be there. Uh, I'm excited to see my team. It's always fun when the hometown for me, the the Falcons take uh take a trip to dc or, or vice versa so that that's always fun a little bit of tr uh, fun trash talk so i really am excited to be in the building hopefully it goes better than the last time i was at a commander's game that was sure. the sunday night debacle last year against the giants so hopefully my kids and i can bring a little bit better luck down here in atlanta but yeah i'm, I'm excited to be in the building i'm excited to see sam howell for the first time you know really that that is at the top of my list him and eric Bieniemy. i want to see what this offense looks like uh a full six weeks into the season. I think that's the thing I'm going to be most looking forward to is seeing what this offense can do against an, a, a, an improved Falcons defense. But I think yeah. that they are still susceptible to a couple of big plays. And I'm excited to see what Eric Bieniemy and how draw up, uh, you know, 10 full days after a debacle on Thursday night football. So yeah. um, looking forward to getting back on the horse and uh, being in person while doing it. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely excited to be there and, Football is football, but it's always good to see your your team go at it. Yeah, and there, there's a familiar face over there. Taylor Heineke is is the backup quarterback uh, right. down there in ATL. And if things go well, it gets frustrating. You might see Taylor Heineke uh, get trotted out there on that field. And, and I'm just saying, like you know, maybe performance uh, issues from the young quarterback Desmond Ritter. Um, but you never know. You know who knows. But uh, all in all. Uh, it should be it should be a pretty good game. You see, Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite at home. Um, mm -hmm. wh what do you what are you thinking about the spread? I mean, I, I think it's pretty fair. Would mm -hmm. you say? Yeah, I think what is it? Three points at home. So maybe they lean a little bit towards Washington. I think this is really a toss up. I think both teams have to be thinking that this is a winnable game. Mm -hmm. uh, Atlanta sitting at three and two, a chance to go two games over five hundred. Washington yeah. with a chance to end a three-game skid. You got to think that both sides are like, okay, this could be a get-right game or a or a momentum-building game for um, both of these teams. Uh, I I did a podcast with another uh, believe show, believe in Atlanta sports, and we were just talking about how similar these two teams are. Right, yeah. we're talking about Sam Howell, a quarterback with not a lot of experience. Everybody kind of thought the Commanders were crazy with rolling. Uh, with him for this season and then you flip on the other side in this game you, you already mentioned Desmond Ritter and yeah. it's kind of the same thing there four starts last year really an unknown um, some playmakers around him some first round playmakers around him sure. not sure what you have in this guy and it's two young quarterbacks going at it trying to prove that they are and can be a franchise guy so it's kind of exciting seeing it's kind of like that Spider-Man meme they're just pointing at each <laughs> other because that's kind of what this this matchup is on Sunday. Yeah, and you list a couple other talented um, young players that are on offense for Atlanta that kind of matches what you see over there with uh, with Washington. I mean, Drake London, yeah, uh, mm -hmm. Bijan Robinson, and you know J uh, Kyle Pitts. You know, now you can you, now London and Pitts may not get utilized that much, but they are you know talented they're still players. Yeah, they're, yeah, 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 they're talented players. And plus, Atlanta just traded for Van Jefferson. Uh, bringing him over there from uh, the Rams. So, I mean, there's talented on that field. I mean, Bijan Robinson is an absolute uh, monster. He is a cheat code on yeah. the game. I saw the, I think Atlanta posted it. It was a overhead view such, such of a cool this camera screen. View. Yeah. Number one, yes, that was amazing. Um, and number two, the the guy like caught the screen, looked away. The ball went behind his back. He still juked the defender. And then tucked the ball and ran it into the end zone. I was like, my 
God. That right there is is special. That is something that you you, you don't you don't teach. You just it's just a natural innate ability to have that that presence of, of yourself of where the ball is just it's he's a special player. Yeah, he looked like a basketball player out there. Kind of looked like he made a crossover move. It kind of reminded me of what Reggie Bush used to do at USC. Just kind mm. of so fluid when he was running that you almost forgot that he was carrying a football because it just looked like he was running so smooth. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I tweeted it out earlier this week. Maybe above Sam Howell having a good game, maybe above the defense actually starting off strong, this team better just try to avoid be, being on one of those overhead camera posters because those yeah. things are ridiculous and those are going to last forever. I think Bijan's going to be showing his great-grandkids the, the drone footage of him crossing people up on the football field. But, yeah, he is so smooth and it's so crazy that, you know, the, the preseason hype for him. I mean, fantasy football isn't everything, but he was a top five, top seven pick in fantasy football. Yeah. I mean, there were props for him to lead the league in rushing as a guy that never even touched an NFL field. He just is that proven. He's kind of like when Adrian Peterson came out. I think that's the last time a running back was this smooth and this Indeed. transitioned so easily. Uh, that That's the best way to compare him. And I know their games are totally different, and I don't think he's ready to call himself Adrian Peterson, but the fact yeah. that he comes in this he just looks like he's been in the league for five years and it, yeah. he is going to be a handful on Sunday. And then when you look on what they present on offense from Atlanta, I got to look on what the defense is having uh, and you got to see where are the matchups. You know, you, mm -hmm. you see you're down a couple of safeties. Uh, uh, well, uh, who's out? Jeremy Reeves is out. Um, and who's the other uh, safety Derek Forrest. from Washington? Derek Forrest is and out. And then so I also saw that. Out. Christian Holmes is not going to be available on Sunday. So that's okay. three defensive backs right off the bat. So you're down in that secondary. They went and got a couple of players. I saw the uh, John Harris. I'm, I know I'm missing a couple of other names. Kalu. But, uh, Kalu. So, so either way, the, yeah. the, the one name that I'm surprised that you're not seeing is that Jabril Cox. I've been wondering if he was going to be, be a, point. elevated at some point. Um, and it does make you wonder. But, hey, you know. Hey, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. But you got to understand how is that? How are, how are they going to match up? You know, DB wise right. at corner, I think you have, you know, you have enough skill outside to to cover these guys. I would think, right? But in the in recent weeks, you've shown the propensity to give up pass plays. Now, is this a week that you would expect Atlanta to go to the air? Because for me, it's a yes. Yeah. I think Desmond Ritter was coming off his best game as a quarterback last week against the Texans. He had the the pass to Bijan Robinson. He also ran one in, but they actually got Drake London involved. I think Kyle Pitts as well. And Jonu Smith has maybe been their best receiving target so far this year. So they do have the weapons. And if Desmond Ritter can kind of build on what he did last year, they have to be licking their chops, especially what uh, Chicago just did what Buffalo did, you know, about a month ago, you know, Eagles had everybody's had success throwing against the commanders and what better way to get your, your young quarterback, some, um, confidence, uh, against a bad defense. So Washington, as much as they got to be excited about a young quarterback, and I think it is an opportunity for them to turn him over and make his day a little bit harder. Uh, he has to be thinking, man, I can take advantage of this defense because they are not what they have been billed to be and yeah. that th they can be had. You, you you know that they're, they like to run the ball. That's what they generally will lean towards is just being physical and 
getting the ball to Tyler Algier. Um, obviously, Bijan Robinson is able to attack in multiple ways. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, what's happening up front with Jake Matthews and, and the rest of that O-line is handling this front four. And, and what's the secondary uh, and the linebackers included? What are they going to do uh, when it gets to dealing with the Kyle Pitts? You know, how, who matches up there? You know, now you yeah. got to see your Quan Martin is going to be thrown into the mix. He's going to be a little bit more active. And I saw that uh, it was that Ron Rivera had said that they made the selection of Quan Martin because they needed to have another safety who could fill in because they saw how how the defense reacted when Cam Crow was out. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how his impact will be, you know, in this well, game. And it's going to be a tough matchup with a couple of a couple of guys well, uh, over there on that side. Yeah. Well, hey, Quan, welcome to the league. Essentially, I mean, you got three defensive backs going down. You're probably going to have to play a little bit. Is yeah. it? I mean, it, Jamin Davis went to Kentucky, where and and Kyle Pitts went to Florida, so they've matched up. So is there some familiarity there that? Maybe both sides can take advantage of that, but is I agree with you. Is this a is this a week where we potentially see a guy we didn't expect? Whether it be Quan Martin, Cleek Hudson, uh, could he get a little bit more run? I mean, I I don't know if I'm Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. Why not mix it up a little bit? It can't be worse than what you've done two out of the last three weeks. So why not mix yeah. it up a little bit? See if something different works and. Uh, I don't know. You can't just keep beating your head against the wall, giving up 40 points. It's not going to work that way. It's going to be a long season if that's the case. It, it's the truth. And, and when you're you're this far into the season, you know, you're a quarter of the way done. You've essentially shown kind of who you are right now. You have an identity uh, around the league. People are going to say, okay, this is what you can do against this team. And, and I say it time and time again, self-scouting is the ultimate thing that you can do in getting yourself better in the season, right? You got to find ways to improve with what you do normally in your fundamentals. And then also how you're going to attack this team uh, from week to week and, and understand what you do and what you don't do well and get better from there. Uh, but, but let's flip sides. Okay. Let's flip sides. You got the Atlanta defense going up against the a talented Washington offense that is very pass heavy. Um, what, what's a, what are a couple of matchups that you have circled uh, on that side of things. Yeah, I, I, I've heard that Atlanta is a little susceptible to the tight end. I think Dalton Schultz had probably his best game in about a year, uh, the new Texan, last week. Um, I, I think Logan Thomas is going to be a part of this offense. I think he's fully healthy. We saw he was one of the few people that had a good game against Chicago. He did have a fumble, but you know he led the, lead, the, the team in receiving, had a touchdown. So I'm curious to see who Atlanta rolls out against him. Is it Jesse Bates, their new safety from the Cincinnati Bengals, who has been a, a solid safety for years? Does he match up against uh, Logan Thomas? And then A.J. Terrell, I don't think he was healthy or not fully healthy the last time these two teams played in Atlanta, but I'm, I, I'm excited to see him and Terry go against each other. I think that'll be a fun battle. I think both of those guys are kind of underrated in, in how they play their games. And and I, I'm curious to see who gets the best and of of each other and i'm curious to see if there's some moving whether you know terry's maybe moved to the slot a little bit does aj terrell kind of follow him i think that'll be a nice little chess match that yeah. i think washington can potentially take advantage of um but but as much as we talk about the atlanta playmakers i think washington has some playmakers and they should be able to take advantage of a solid but but not great defense 
Yeah, there's a lot of names on that side that you that you need to pay attention to. Former first round pick Jeff Okuda has made his way down there from Detroit, um, and he's in that starting role. And Jesse Bates, you mentioned big free agent acquisition. And I look along that front. I'm looking at the big, the gigantic, the gigantic guy, Calais Campbell. Yeah. I mean, the guy is enormous. He's a mountain of a man right there uh, up on the front. Grady Jarrett is talented. He can get to the quarterback guy, Slippery. Um, David Onyemata as well. He's So you have some talented players up front that can get to the quarterback. And obviously with the amount of sacks that Washington has given up, in the first five games of the year, everybody's got to be thinking, hey, we're going to get a couple this week. So um, how are you going to handle this this pressure up front? What are you going to do with it? And if they're able to have success with just the down linemen and, and the linebackers rushing four, maybe occasionally five, it could be a long day for Washington. So mm-hmm. uh, I definitely want to see how do you handle that pressure? How are you going to navigate this game? Um, because I don't, I feel like the 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 talent leans more towards the secondary for this defense. There's a lot of there's a lot of good players up front, but I don't think this. I don't think you want to lean towards throwing the ball so much because they like no. to run the ball so much on offense. I think you need to shorten the amount of time that Atlanta gets the ball back. So your offense has to play a little bit of defense against uh, Atlanta's offense. Yeah, I think they definitely need to. Just- need to sustain drives and get points on drives you know uh you obviously want touchdowns but you got to come away with points because atlanta with that rushing attack they're gonna chew up some clock and you're gonna all of a sudden look up and realize you only have a few minutes left in whatever quarter it is so Mm. yeah i'm with you I, i think that a smart game plan has to be played i think they need to try to control the clock as best they can uh knowing that that's what atlanta likes to do uh, is run the football so so i'm with you you know get the running game going whether i mean maybe even if you have to get some screens going to hold up that pass rush a little bit give your offensive line a little bit better uh, of a time yeah i'm with you 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 do have to kind of think in in that regard because you know what this team likes to do um i'm curious i feel like if i had to guess kind of how this game plays out. I think it's going to kind of be like the Eagles game where you're kind of expecting the Eagles to kind of run the ball, but I think they're going to take some shots. I think the Falcons know that they could potentially do that against this commander's defense. I feel like this is going to be a high scoring game where it's back and forth and it could come down to the last team to have the football that, that comes away with the W. Man, you know, this would be, this would be the week for it to be a shootout, you know, something that you really don't expect so much. Um, but Atlanta is, is in all accounts overachieving right now in, in yeah. the NFC South. I mean, they're second in their division and they, I mean, when you look at it on paper, you're like, okay, this team, they have something they, they can, they can build something. It makes you think of those, you know, the Houston last year, Detroit, you know, last year for the past couple of years, I don't think Atlanta's maybe that close to making a run and, and growing like Detroit is right now, but. You know they're 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 feisty. They're right around and well, and and look at, look at that division. I mean the the Saints go and get Derek Carr. They're sitting at three and two. The Bucks get Baker Mayfield. They're at three and one. So they, there are a couple of teams that are kind of overachieving. Can you yeah. potentially catch Atlanta looking ahead to that Buccaneers game next week, knowing you know that's a big division game? Uh, the Bucks are are in the lead because they had a bye week, but. 
yeah, I mean, they definitely are overachieving, but you got to think that Washington, despite the record, can thinks this is a game that they absolutely can win and can get them off the schneid a little bit and maybe get some momentum going, get back to 500 and, and kind of right this ship because they desperately need it. They, they really do because I was thinking about on just the first quarter of the season, this team has done – just about everything that you can do uh, in in regards to the results of a game. So you think mm-hmm. about week one, they struggled and they they beat a feisty Arizona team that you know pretty much everybody had written off, thinking that it was going to be a, a landslide victory. Then week two, they get down and then they fight back down by what three scores to beat Denver on the road. So we're thinking, wow, this team is is really something. They're showing some heart. They're showing grit. Then you come home against Buffalo. And you get thumped and you get put in your place a little bit. And you're like, okay, so maybe we're not that good just yet. But then you backdoor and you play Philly. You play a division rival who could potentially be playing Buffalo in the Super Bowl. And you mm-hmm. play these guys all the way to overtime. So now you're like, okay, we're, you got something going. And then you lay a daggone mm-hmm. egg against Chicago. So, I mean, it's been a, a roller coaster of emotions and how this team wants to be. Um and and ideally, this is this is a start where you have to make that decision and, and put it on put it on tape. I mean, everybody said the right things. John Allen was he he had his speech that he had released, but you really got to make sure that this game isn't gonna be one of those games where you, you get beat beat up like you did against yeah, Chicago. Absolutely, and, and and you you can't because the NFL waits for nobody. I mean, starting with this Sunday, four of your next five games are on the road. And the one game you have at home is sold out, but it's the Eagles, who we know travel well, who probably bought up a lot of these tickets before the ownership change. So mm. that that kind of almost, you know, I hate to say it, is almost like a fifth straight road game. You kind of are, are going to be in five tough environments here in a row, and so you got to get these games that 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 you're able to. I mean, that's why the the Bears' loss was so deflating because it's. It was a game you should have had, uh, but you can't you can't look at that anymore. You got to move on. The Falcons don't care what happened to you 10 days ago, and the Giants aren't going to care what happens this Sunday. They're going to be ready for you next week. So, yeah, you, you got to take advantage of these opportunities, and you're right. You cannot lay a, a second straight clunker like you did, drop to two and four. You might be starting to see some, some mock drafts at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So let's end on this. I want to end with just maybe one or two points that you are looking for that – you need to see happen this Sunday. It could be from the coaching staff. It could be from uh, performance on the field. But we maybe we can go back and forth. Um, is there anything? What is the one thing you're looking for that you need to see from yeah. this team on Sunday? Maybe this is a two-part thing. I want to see the defense start strong, and I think the way they do that is by making Desmond Ritter beat you. I want to see. You know, he had a good game passing last week. Okay, that's fine. Do it. Do it two straight weeks. Bottle up Bajan Robinson as best you can and make Desmond Ritter have to throw the football around, make him have to use his weapons. I could be eating my words because because this could be the week that Kyle Pitts and Drake London go off, but uh, I think you need to make this young quarterback who has been very shaky across, what, nine starts. I think you got to make him be a quarterback and make him beat you. Yeah, I like that one. You really want to see it. Uh, see, see Ritter just step up to that challenge. Uh, the scary thing is that there's evidence that it could potentially happen. Right, right. Um, I'm going to go over there to the offensive side, but I'm starting with the offensive coordinator. I mean, this is your 
whole entire unit. You're in charge of it right now. I think you threw the ball 50-some-odd times straight last week. That ain't going to be the way to do it, uh, and, and he knows this. I, I want to see Eric BNV add some more balance to the offensive play calling, and it's something yeah. that he can do with it. I know his his trend is to passing it, but, hey, you can throw in a few more runs and break some of your tendencies because if they know you're going to abandon the run early, then everybody's going to sit back and cover it. So I want to see the play calling improve a little bit. Um, and Ron Rivera apparently put up a sign that said, do your job. And I hope that he's reading that sign too. You know, I hope the coaches are reading that sign. The players ultimately have to perform on the field, but get back to being Riverboat Ron. I mean, when is the last time this team has done something dangerous? Mm-hmm. You know, they sh- maybe they should have gone for two. Maybe that, that could have changed this entire season against the Eagles. But do maybe go for it in, in, a, in a tight spot. Believe in your team a little bit. But do your job overall, not just the players, which obviously that has to happen. You've given up 40-plus, um, or you've given up 35-plus two out of the last three weeks. You've given up 30-plus in all but one game this season. So everybody has to do their job, but the, the coaches included, offense, defense, special teams, everybody's got to do their job because this is a winnable game, and you don't get very many of those in the NFL. Go, go be about it. You mentioned doing your job, and Jeremy Reeves is out. All pro Jeremy Reeves is out, and you're facing one of the best kick returners and punt returners the in Joker. NFL history, Cordero Patterson. So you really want to make sure you're following in your, following your lanes because he's a big guy, right? He's not one of those little small cats that are running back kicks. This dude's like 230-some-odd pounds and running at full speed. Um, the other unit that I want to see improve is the secondary. Mm-hmm. the secondary you're going up against a young quarterback all accounts say hey like we just said make him throw the ball but now what are you going to do with it you have to, you're gonna have to make some plays okay and, and I, I love Emmanuel Forbes I love what he does I love how he plays I mean this is probably the closest game he gonna have to the crib so you know he gonna have family in town are you gonna have a good matchup up there with with Ritter uh, with Ritter throwing it to 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 Drake London and Van Jefferson coming out there? Okay, so let me pick your pick your punches, but I want to see that secondary as a whole show up this game and show back up and and, and let people know that they are not going to be the weak point of this defense. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, yeah, and and one other thing, uh, Drake London versus Jahan Dotson, both first round receivers last year. I'm curious to see who. Uh, comes out on top in that that kind of not that they were going to match up but you know in, in, on the stat sheet so a lot of cool you know interesting parallels between this team and i, I think it's going to be a pretty even matchup uh but it's time for washington to assert themselves and, and come away with a big win on the on the road a big win on the road indeed and brian showed it earlier atlanta is a two and a half point favorite and if you like Washington to cover that, or if you hell, if you want to bet with Atlanta, I guess you could go over there to betonline.ag. Use our code Believe B L E A V for y'all new folks. Get that fifty percent welcome bonus. Um, and any other game that you want to jump in over is unders. You got it. You want to go just straight up money line. Who's going to win it? You can pick those two. Don't even worry about the points. That's all available That's right. for you over there. Um, check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms. Right, you got the Apple Podcasts and Google's and the YouTube Music's and whatnot. You got all those things. Spotify's there as well. Plus, tune in radio, Sirius XM, uh, watch TV, and multiple streaming platforms. And Brian, where where they got us at on social media? Yeah, follow us at Believe Commanders on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. We'll post the full show, uh, some clips, all that good stuff. So be sure to to follow along. And we love interacting with you guys. Uh, got a lot of 
got a lot of feelings out with that that Bears that Bears victory or uh, defeat. Uh, so so we we love interacting with you guys and and be sure to interact with us at Believe Commanders on all those platforms. Yes, indeed. So for the great Brian Murphy and myself, Anthony come Armstrong. Say, hey, if if you're making the, your way down to Atlanta, come find me. Come say hey. I'd love to to hang out with some fans. Yeah, go holler at B-Ride, man. Go holler at Murphy, Mr. Murphy. Um, but yeah, for Brian, for Anthony Armstrong, he is Believe in Commanders. We'll catch you guys on the next episode. Y'all be good. Set the state. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.